Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know about a really great credit card offer that's available right now. And it's for my favorite travel card, the Chase Sapphire Preferred Card. And this offer is about to come to an end. We don't have an official end date, but Chase has said that the offer will be ending soon. So if you want to grab it, now would be the time. But this card is typically um, offers a bonus of 60,000 points after you spend $4,000 in the first three months. And it is now elevated to 75,000 points. And we likely will not see an elevated bonus for this card for another year. Uh, historically, for the last few years, they have just raised the bonus at this time of year and only once. So I recommend this card. If you want to fly for free using miles and points, you cannot go wrong with this card. It works very well with my system. Chase works well with Southwest. It's, it's great value from Hyatt. And I personally saved uh, $6,000 using 87000 chase points this year for a hotel stay in Costa Rica. So it's a crazy amount of value that you can get out of these points um, if you understand how to use them properly. So anyway, I would love for you to consider using my affiliate link if you do apply for this card to help support the podcast and my small business. And you can do that by going to familiesflyfree.com slash chase sapphire preferred, all one word, no dashes, no spaces. So thanks for considering and enjoy today's episode. All right. Hello, everyone. This is another edition of bringing on some families fly free members to tell you how the program has um, helped them save a bunch on travel and get a much better understanding of how to fly free. So today I've got with me Kathy Branch. Um, she lives in Connecticut, um, is a wife and mother of two grown children. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to, to start us off, Kathy? Welcome. Thank you, Lynn. Um, so my husband and I are recently retired from full-time work. Um, we both still do a little bit of consulting, but um, it, we finally got to the point where we could uh, start to think about traveling. And um, I am getting tired of getting through cold Connecticut winters. <laughs> So same here in Indiana <laughs> or Michigan or Wisconsin or any other cold weather country. And uh, we, we have family in Florida. So we made the decision that it was time for us to buy a little place and start snowboarding. So, um, you know, we did that about two years ago and immediately latched on to Southwest as a great airline to do that between Hartford, Connecticut and Tampa because of their nonstops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also really appreciated the fact that Southwest offered the um, flexibility so that if we had to, uh, you know, change our flight, we were able to do that because we still do have obligations that change at the last minute. So, um, this was part of our snowbird strategy, was figuring out how to make Southwest Airlines and the companion pass work for us. Of course, I was booking flights for the whole first year, uh, just paying cash for them and not having any idea that a companion pass even existed and that we always fly together. And once I learned about it, I said, it's time for me to figure out how to do this. 
Well, it's easy, but it's not. It's technical and there's strategies. And even now that I've been doing this for two years, I'm still learning how to do this. And I have a girlfriend in the travel industry and her name is Lynn. (laughs) And so I am grateful. I learned a lot about how to do this. And so if you want me to continue to share, I I can just tell you the reasons like, how did this pay me back? Yeah, that would be a great place to start. Because before you really were just paying for flights. And once you joined the membership, you were able to start to understand companion pass and how to use Southwest points instead of actually saying, we don't ever want anyone to pay for a flight around here, right? (laughs) Exactly. And I've never been the kind of person that has like built up a point balance with a credit card. I've never cared about things like that. When I go to the grocery store, I do not care about coupons. If I clip one, I absolutely lose it every time. I've never (laughs) been a um, couponer or a saving kind of person. I just do what I have to do. Mm -hmm. However, the benefits of knowing how to do this was so much made so much sense and added so much value and saved us so much money that I had to figure it out. And I needed you to do that. So the first thing that I expected from, I'm going to call it a subscription because I feel like I'm a member of a travel club Mm -hmm. and that I have monthly activities that I can plan in my retired world. Uh, You know, once a week I can do something with the club, the travel club and you and it's my webinars that you know I schedule and I, I attend. And the first thing I knew I was gonna get out of this was help with how to get a companion pass. That was the first thing I needed to understand. Uh-huh. Um, the second thing though was there are all kinds of booking strategies and how to build a uh, point balance, Southwest Rewards points. Um, had never in my life bothered with anything like that, but it made so much sense listening to you. And it took a while for me to figure it out. And you had to say it several times. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. That's good. Right. <laughs> and then you finally, you know, said it makes complete sense. All of your everyday spending, just put it on a Southwest rewards travel credit card. And I was using a credit card anyway, but I was getting very little benefit back from it. I've always been a USAA credit card uh, member with a very little bit of cash rewards. It just didn't add an awful lot of value, but my whole new lifestyle uh, was kicking in and I was traveling back and forth sometimes to Florida and Connecticut once a month, either me or my husband. So um, you told me how to do it. You gave, you told me what cards we needed. Um, You actually helped me to figure out what cards I didn't need in my life anymore and how to consolidate my spending on only one or two cards that had the biggest impact for what I wanted to accomplish. And that helped me an awful lot. Um, So the things I also expected was um, my uh, up to the minute information, I would not have gotten anywhere else. Um, Like being able to find out that, okay, folks, this month, I need you to use your Chase Rewards Sapphire card for all your spending for groceries and gasoline because you're gonna get so much more points. And so I would get that email and I would flip the cards out of my, <laughs> my little wallet and, and then just use that card until you 
sent us a note and said, folks, now it's time to start using this card this month for this purpose. And I would flip them around again and I listened. And, and we're only talking a couple cards here, as you mentioned, right? Like we were trying to help simplify this for people. So you don't have to be dealing with 10 cards or six cards, even, you know, we're just talking a handful of cards. So it isn't confusing really to, you know, we tell you which one to use, but it's not like you're picking among 10 cards to use for different categories of spending. And they're, they're all chase cards, which has been actually uh, wonderful because I've been able to download the chase mobile app. Uh, I ended up with ch two chase cards, a personal and a business. Chase was able to consolidate both of those cards in my mobile app. Mm -hmm. So that any point in the month, I can just open up my mobile app, see where my spending is and what my balances are on both the personal and the business card and pay quickly and easily with a linked bank account. That whole mobile app has been really useful to me too. Um, but other things like you're, you know, sending a week, an email out a week in advance saying, folks, next week on this day at this time, they're opening up flights through Thanksgiving. Know what you want to do. Jump on quickly and book your flights. And I never would have gotten that information from anywhere but you. You know, I could look around on Facebook and maybe gleaned it somewhere. But right, getting your email and <clears throat> hearing your webinar once a week or once every two weeks really let me know what I needed to do. So being a member of that travel club gave me all of those benefits and they've paid me back now for at least a year and a half, two years. Also planning and strategizing how and when to plan my next companion pass was yeah, huge. A lot of people miss that. They can get the first one, but then they don't know how to get it again. And it's really, is quite easy, right? Well, it's not. <laughs> you, you think it's easy, but it's not. It's extremely tricky. Yeah. And the timing on that and the close dates. And I, I, you know what you're doing. It's easy, right? You just have to ask I, me the question. <laughs> I needed your technical, your one-on-one yeah. -on -one technical assistance. And that was another great thing was stop me if I'm doing something wrong. And you did stop me. You said, Kathy, don't do this. And I actually withdrew an application because you said the timing is not right you need to wait until this time and date. And I was so grateful that I knew that I could request a one-on-one -on -one technical assistance session with you and say, okay, how do I do this? And when do I do this? And you think it's easy. It's, it's not easy. <laughs> not easy to do on your own, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I have a girlfriend in the travel industry. So, <laughs> so that was what I expected from being a member of the club. And you, you did feel like you got your investment in the, in the, the uh, membership back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, the other thing that, that you, you know, so there's some, there are some secondary benefits that I didn't quite realize I was going to get. Mm -hmm. um, and that was things like, do not buy anything online unless you go through the Southwest shopping portal. Um, because all of those points, sometimes there are four points for every dollar you spend. And I'm an Eileen Fisher fan. And suddenly I, I, I you know, maybe sometimes I, I need something from QVC. I started paying attention to that. And I think I must have in the past year, I'm not even going to tell you how many points I got from shopping. But if you're going to be shopping anyway, you might as well earn points for it, right? 
Exactly. And it's, it's definitely helped quite a lot too. So the things I didn't expect was that part of it. And I, I didn't expect like during COVID, we were all sitting at home daydreaming about travel and finally getting out of our houses again. And being able to hop on your weekly webinar really helped me to um, start daydreaming about traveling and where we could go. And I really loved the month that we talked about travel in Europe. And I that turns me on. However, the guy that just walked by <laughs> has been telling me for years, I want to see America. And so the whole month that you talked about how to plan trips to the national parks, I actually listened because of him. <laughs> so, because that's where he wants to go, uh -huh. my husband. And uh, so I, I got to do that as, as well. And, and then now you're coming back from Hawaii and I'm looking forward, I've never been to Hawaii. I would love to do that. And uh, I think the Disney, you know, we're grandparents. I would love the opportunity to take our grandkids to Disney and how to do it and how to get through the parks and where to stay and how to find a cheap rental car. And um, all of that's been unexpectedly wonderful. And so what Kathy's talking about here is we, um, we pick a different theme each month, a different travel theme. We try to pick destinations people wanna to go to like the national parks, like Hawaii, like Disney. And then we host weekly live webinars, which are also recorded. So if you miss them, you can listen to the recording or watch the recording later, but you can also come live um, and watch the webinars. We're giving all kinds of tips. We bring in other members. We bring in um, a team of people that help me to give their perspectives and their tips because everyone has a, you know, some different ideas and strategies um, so that we can really help you. Not just, we're definitely helping you fly free, but um, save on all aspects of travel and even get some ideas for where to go and what to do when you're there and how to save on the things there are to do. So um, yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize um, how much great information you get there as well as your um, plan to fly free and your one-on-one -on -one help. You had uh, recently, I think it was a week or two ago, the, um, the young woman who was the expert hiker. Right. Oh, well, what's her name, Megan? Mallory. Mallory. Mm -hmm. oh. She was fascinating. She was wonderful. And, you know, my daughter, who's 20, 21 years old, is a hiker. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if Lauren knows all of these great hiking tips. Um, she was great. And it, they're very specific, useful bits of advice. This isn't just a big, broad brushstroke. These are do this, do this, do this. Very, very specific tips and techniques. What what is the protocol of hiking? What is the standard? Um, all of the etiquette, um, all of the safety issues that I, I just never expected. Um, I didn't think about that as somebody who likes to hike. Um, so I really appreciated all of that. You know, practical advice was more than I expected. And, and the funny thing is, is that I thought that I was going to only need this program for one month. In fact, I, as you, as you know, I signed up for only one month. And that was way back at the beginning. Now it's not a monthly option, but <laughs> good. Yeah. Because <laughs> very quickly I attended one webinar and I said to myself, I'm never going to understand all of this in one month. And very quickly I converted my subscription to the annual subscription. And I'm so glad that I did that 
I'm using it every single month, even though now I feel like I know a little bit what I'm doing. I also have that safety net of knowing that Lynn is there if I need her to help me figure something out. So, um, and your experience, like working with me has, you feel I'm responsive and um, yeah. Completely in Hawaii, she's emailing me. <laughs> so. I checked once a day, you know, tried to try to get back. It took me a little longer than normal, but. Um, I appreciate all your panelists. Like I said about Mallory, I think uh, your panelists have, you know, great experiences and unique experiences and everybody does things a little bit different. Everyone has different travel priorities. Um, all of that. You know, one of the things on the Disney that I liked about your panel was you talked about how, okay, for our family trip, we wanted to stay on a Disney property. And this is how we got our best deal on a Disney property. But your panelists who go every year over and over again, who have tons of experience, say what we're doing now is a timeshare and renting a whole apartment. And that different, you know, different strokes for different folks was very interesting and, and insightful. Yeah, I love our panels too. And, and we do bring in experts um, a lot, like the hiking expert. We brought in some Disney experts and um, to, to bring even more value, but even um, just our members and our panelists, because yeah, we have people who are retired. We have people who have young kids. We have people with kids in high school. Um, we've got you know just single people and couples and families of six. So we try to bring all of those into the mix so um, that you can get strategies for all those different situations. And because this really does work for everyone. Um, and it's just great to hear from other people how they're making it work. You know, and strategies about how to get to places like, um, you know, the national parks, one of the side things that I picked up on was, I don't know anything about the middle of this, the United States. I know, I know the East Coast, that's it. Um, but hearing people say, the way we did this was we booked from here to here, this hub, and then we flew into here. That was huge. I, I had no idea. I didn't even know half of these places in the middle of the United States existed. I'm sorry yeah. to say that my geography isn't good that way. I mean, I would personally much rather know about how to go from Frankfurt to Singapore personally. <laughs> but Dan doesn't want to know about that. He says, I want to know about the United States. So anyway, that was really cool too. Yeah, because some of these national parks are in the middle of nowhere. So you do have to understand so if an object to fly to a major city and then drive, you know, that's what we have to do a lot. Just so you know that in advance and you can you can plan accordingly. But so um, would you recommend the program to people and um, maybe even someone who's, you know, a little hesitant about about making the investment or um, wondering, can they actually fly totally free? Like, what would you tell people? I would say that I, you would never believe it until you did it yourself, that this was definitely something that you could do with the right support and in information and technical assistance. Um, it is not intuitive. There are definitely tricks. There are definitely pieces of knowledge that you're just not going to know unless you have an expert in the industry helping you with this. So just those little tricks save either points or money whenever you need to fly, especially if you're flying often, like as a retired couple, couple like Dan and I, 
or if you're traveling with a family on a budget, which is what I think we're all trying to do. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that I had two kids that I needed to also, you know, fly or drive somewhere and flying was always the, the best way to do it. But hypothetically, um, you know, if I had to book round trip flights for everyone, for four people in my household, it's gonna cost me 1500 to $2,000. If I didn't, if I didn't know what I know now, um, but because I know, and because I have Lynn in my life, um, I know that I could do it for free or very affordably. And that's huge. And not only that, but once I learned it once, I can repeat that saving right. over and over again, and uh, really, truly have a, the quality of life and the the big travel experience that we all want for our families. Um, that's part of, you know, the big picture of what we want to do for our children. We don't want them just knowing what it's like to live in small town America. We want them to have the experience and the courage and um, the wisdom and the confidence of knowing that they can enter a city either out in the out in the boondocks or in a big city and still know what they're doing. And the only way you do that is by showing them. So this is a gift of confidence and experience. And I don't know who has been saying it, but kids really don't need a ton of gifts to open under a Christmas tree. What they really need is confidence and experiences. Those are the things they're gonna remember. They're not gonna remember the video game that they opened up at Christmas or for their birthday. They're gonna remember when they went to the national parks with mom and dad for their lifetimes. And they're gonna have the confidence and desire to do that for their own families. That's huge. That's a lifetime impact. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I could not have said that better myself. That is. Like that was really was my number one reason for figuring this out for myself was that so that I can, I couldn't take my kids anywhere unless we could drive. That was all we could afford. So to be able to take them somewhere up to six times a year and to have been able to take them to Europe, which I never would have imagined we could have afforded. Yeah, and show them the Mona Lisa and show them the statue of David that they're learning about in school and take them to a luau in Hawaii. And yeah, I love the idea of, you know, putting them in a foreign country too, where they don't speak the language and realizing that's not that scary. Like it was really scary for me at 40 to go and do that, you know, um, but they're going to have done it at such a young age. They're going to be like, oh yeah, it was fine. We've done that before and it's no big deal, <laughs> you know. And you're building a culture of travel and experience in your family values. And that's worth the cost of this program, in my opinion.